Welcome to the Vanessa G. Fitcast. If you think eating less is the answer to getting lean, or that you have to choose between having donuts and wine or having a body you love, well then, girl, you are in the right place. Chances are you've fallen victim to diet culture's terrible advice on how to eat and exercise. But don't worry, this podcast is going to bring you actionable information so you can start transforming your body without giving up your life. I'm Vanessa Gillette, founder and head coach of Vanessa G Fitness and Nutrition. This podcast was born from my passion for helping all women create bodies they feel confident in. Thank you for tuning in and trusting me to support and guide you. Now let's do this. Welcome back to the Vanessa G Fitcast. I'm Vanessa Pozos, and today we have an incredible guest joining us, someone whose journey from struggle to success is really both enlightening and motivating, Lauren. So Lauren Cosgrove is a former college athlete. She is a military veteran. She is a avid surfer, and she has embarked on a remarkable transformation with our coaching program over the last two years. So she is here on the podcast with us to share her story of overcoming some chronic health challenges, including Hashimoto's hypothyroidism, adrenal fatigue, IBSD, overactive immune system, chronic injuries, lots of things. And she's going to walk us through the process of really redefining her identity and discovering the true meaning of health and wellness. So Lauren, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Vanessa. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I know. Actually, we uh, right before we hit record, um, you were telling me of how this is a, a full circle moment for you because you, you said you found us through the podcast originally. Yes, I did. And I might be an OG. I don't know. I'll put my hands up. But I love the podcast. There's so much good information out there. And I think one day I just hit search for something gastrointestinal, like IBS, whatever. And I found you guys. And that was like the best thing ever. (laughs) Oh, well, we're going to dive a little bit more into that. Um, Let's actually start by, you know, maybe tell us a little bit of what initially prompted you to seek out help or what maybe even made you want to hit search for a podcast for some gastrointestinal issues. Where were you at? What were you dealing with physically, emotionally before you joined our program? Yeah, so basically, I was just drained. I was exhausted all the time. I had, um, I never really felt normal, quote unquote, normal with my stomach. I always had something crazy going on there to the point where like my social life was kind of limited, um, just wasn't feeling well. Um, I was basically walking through life as kind of a zombie, like checking into work, going home, sleeping. Um, that type of thing. And, and I had been trying on my own for a while to, to do all the quote unquote, like right things. Um, But yeah, I just wasn't getting anywhere. So um, I love podcasts, I love information. So I was trying to find all of this on my own, and it just wasn't working. So I found my way to VGFN and the rest is history. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, you you definitely were coming to us with a lot of things that you were struggling with at the time at the time. And I know you had tried some things on your own to try and work through some of your issues. What all had you tried in terms of different approaches or diets or different things before joining our program? 
I tried a lot of things. <laughs> I can't say I tried everything, um, but I definitely tried like keto, Whole30, um, low carb stuff. Um, I was doing a lot of like high intensity workouts, um, CrossFit, soccer, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I definitely, I wasn't fueling myself enough um, for, you know, everything I was doing in life. Um, and so I was always drained, like feeling like I was going to, you know, pass out sometimes and just um, running myself into the ground, basically, um, with with no clue as, as to what I was doing. I feel like I was just kind of throwing things at the wall and seeing if it would stick. And maybe sometimes it would um, temporarily. And then I would just kind of revert back to, um, you know, some bad habits and then start over again. And it was a really unhealthy cycle that I had to learn how to break um, and to find something sustainable that would work for me for the rest of my life. Absolutely. It's all about finding something sustainable. And, you know, for you, this ended up being a, a two-year journey working uh, through a lot of the issues, uncovering some of the root causes and really helping your body heal from the inside out so that you could achieve that transformation in every sense of the word. Okay, let's let's kind of maybe go down that path a little bit here. So I know for a lot of women who maybe they're struggling with the same things that you once were struggling with, they're feeling like their gut health is even affecting their social life, holding them back in every area. And now, you know, they're looking at somebody like you and they're like, man, I really want to get where you are, which we can, of course, speak to here in a moment as well. But they're thinking like, I, I want to feel that way tomorrow. I just want the quick fix. I just want some immediate relief here. I want to have all the confidence in the world right away. How would you kind of explain what your transformation was like in terms of making some small shifts that you found sustainable and how did that affect your overall just health and well-being? Yeah, so I think the biggest thing to start with is to let go of the timeline because, you know, our bodies just don't work that way. Um, there's no way to predict when exactly you will feel whole again or feel like yourself again. Um, but it really is like a gradual process and it's just the little things that you do every day that add up to something huge over over time. And for me, that was two years. Um, and, and I'm fine with that. I'm happy with that because now I feel like myself again. I feel whole. Um, and I know it's frustrating. We want like the quick fix, um, but it's called a quick fix for a reason because like you will probably just... <laughs> end up back where you started. So um, I think for me, there's a few things that that helped um, kind of releasing that timeline and, and just changing your mindset it is a big key to just allow yourself the time that your body needs, um, the time that you, you may not be aware of, of how long it will take, um, but just allow yourself that, that patience that, um, I don't know, that... Uh, I'm losing my words here. Uh, yeah, just essentially giving yourself grace for <laughs> knowing that it's going to be a longer road mm -hmm. sometimes when we're dealing with a lot of things. And like you were saying, giving yourself patience, trusting that even if it is a longer timeline, it's worth it if you can get back to like where you are now in terms of like you're saying, you feel whole now, you feel like yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. What is that? What does that feel like? Tell us a little bit of like you, you spoke to kind of where you were before and how that was affecting you so terribly. How would you describe like where you are now, essentially? It's night and day difference. And I think you can see it like you can see it on my face. You can see it in my smile. Like 
in my relationships and like with work, like everything, um, it affects every aspect of your life. Once you kind of set your compass straight and start working on yourself and investing in yourself, um, once you get to that point where you feel like this is me, this is not a a diet or this isn't a, a phase that I'm doing. This is how I'm living my life now. It's really beautiful. And um, I feel grateful every single day um, that I've gotten to this point and and I know that it doesn't stop here it, it's gonna continue and I'm gonna continue to learn and, and grow and um but yeah it, it feels incredible Vanessa <laughs> oh well it, I mean it just makes me so proud Lauren honestly to see how far you've come like I remember our first call together and just you know all the things that you were dealing with like it was really really running you down and I know that it was affecting just your overall self-perception, your identity, you know, you had been an athlete your whole life. Um, you had, you know, been in the military, like you clearly were an extremely athletic person. And I know that you coming from like college soccer into military service, into all the things that you've done, you've always had that, uh, athletic self-perception, really seeing yourself as an athlete. But I know that you didn't necessarily feel that way at that point in time with the way that almost your body felt. And maybe I'm, I'm wrong here with the wording, but it, I know for me, like when I've been in your position, it almost feels like your body feels foreign. Like you just don't even feel like yourself in terms of just the, the symptoms that you're dealing with and just your ability to show up in the world as your best self anymore. How has your self-perception and even like your self-perception as an athlete or just any identities you carry, how has that evolved, changed anything like that through just this journey you've been on? I love that question. Um, I think yeah that you're you're exactly right i identified as an athlete for <clears throat> a lot of a lot of time and always you know whenever you're in a new environment in a classroom wherever and they say hey say three things about yourself i'm like okay i like soccer or i like crossfit and i like this but it was like that wasn't who i am like who i am encompasses so much more than that and i think i had to release these things um to really get to like the core of who I am as a person um, and to also progress in my health and fitness journey, because, you know, a lot of these things I just don't do anymore. <laughs> like maybe I'll kick a ball around every now and then, but, um, you know, constantly burning myself into the ground with, with activities and things, it, it was not so good for me, um, for my joints as I'm trying to heal what's going on inside. So I think I had to release a lot of that um, along with the expectations. I think, it can make you kind of hard on yourself at times if you're used to um, these, I don't know if I want to say rigid environments, but like with the military, it's kind of a rigid environment and you have expectations there. And so um, I think I was really hard on myself for a really long time. Um, and that's something that I still struggle with and still work on every day is just releasing that when I can and just saying, okay, this is where I'm at. Um, let's look at what I can do and not what I can't do anymore and just go from there. Um, so I think my perception has, has changed um, completely. And uh, I remember we did a BGFN team call and uh, we, it was about identity and you had us write down, you know, like what we identify as. And of course I did what I told you I would always do and, and say like, okay, soccer, CrossFit, whatever. Um, and then by the end of the, the team call, you know, we shared 
that we're so much more than this. And it was really inspiring to hear from other women. And, and um, you know, we're so much more than these things that we've done in our lives. And um, they make us who we are, but they don't define us. Oh, man, like, mic drop. I mean, gosh, Lauren, <laughs> it's really cool to hear you speak on these things, because these are the types of things I, I really only hear from the women who are patient and allow it to be that long-term process because changing your health and your body, whether we're talking your physical health, your health markers, your physical body, you know, the way you look, the way you feel, all of this really does start with an identity change. And oftentimes it isn't always the most obvious identity changes either. Like it's very easy and very simple to explain to somebody of, okay, if you've been, you know, severely overweight your whole life, and you're identifying as somebody who is severely overweight and you hold that as a piece of your identity, we're going to have to shed that identity if we want to take on the identity of someone who really takes care of their health and their wellness and looks and feels a certain way. But it's a lot harder to explain to somebody whose identity is maybe something like, I am an athlete, I'm a go-getter, I push hard, you know, I, I don't quit, I don't give up. I know for myself, this was something when I was going through my hormone healing journey, I had to face the facts that for a long time in my life, I had held on to the identity of I'm a hard worker. And I never really got clear on what it actually means to be a hard worker. So I would apply that to almost any situation. And I would just always think about, okay, like, yes, I'm tired here, but I'm a hard worker. I need to push through this. I need to work harder. So let me just down the caffeine. Let me push, like, let me not listen to any of the symptoms that my body is telling me to slow down and rest. And let me just work harder here because if I'm just doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, then that's going to just show the world that I am this hard worker. I am that person. But when I took a step back and realized that I holding on to that identity in that way was unhealthy for me and it was contributing to my lack of results and contributing to my health issues, I could see that, hey, I am a hard worker, but working hard may look differently in different seasons of life. And sometimes doing the hard work is actually slowing down. And it sounds like, Lauren, this is a lot of, you know, what you went through through your, through your journey as well. What are your thoughts on that? Yes, I love that you just said slowing down. I actually wrote that down. I wrote down like three things. I'm very prepared. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> slowing down, that's like one of my top tips that I have for anyone that's, you know, starting to work on yourself whatever area you're working on, whether it's school, whether it's work, like you're, you're going to have to slow, slow down, release the timeline and um, take a step back when you're starting something. Um, but yeah, I think we can get caught in this cycle of go, go, go and, and just continue to push yourself and like the hustle culture, that type of thing. Um, and that's great. You know, it works for some people, but same thing for me, it, it led to very unhealthy habits. It led to a lot of sleepless nights and um, for GI issues, it's, it's really not, not too great to be um, working at that speed all the time, you know. Sorry to interrupt this episode, but I wanted to share something really exciting with my beloved podcast listeners. So if you have been struggling with just feeling like your body will not lose weight no matter what you do, or maybe you've lost weight in the past successfully, but you haven't been able to keep it off because your metabolism just keeps on slowing down. Well, if that sounds familiar, if that sounds like you, then listen up. We are offering a Black Friday coaching special. 
Between now and Black Friday, which is November 24th, we are opening the door to our metabolic reset method for 10 women who want to reset their metabolism for fat loss so that they can start to lose 10 to 20 pounds without cutting out their favorite sweets or their favorite holiday treats. And if you get in between now and Black Friday, you'll get an extra four weeks of coaching for free, four weeks of coaching for free. But do not wait on this, you guys, because we offer high touch one-on-one support. So we do have to actually limit this coaching special to just 10 women energy back for the holidays. You really want to feel like yourself again this year without any of those just like BS shakes or supplements or feeling all restricted all through the holidays. Then go to the link in the show notes and fill out the brief application there so that we can make sure it would be a good fit. Yeah. I know that your journey involved a lot of changes in your life. Um, You also just experienced a lot of changes in general from some relationship changes, job changes, moving to a different country. Like there was a lot of change that happened over the course of these two years through you. How, how did it feel, I guess, first off navigating through a lot of these changes while also working on essentially changing your health at the same time? It was hard. I'm not going to lie. My life kind of imploded in the best way. Like like now I feel like I can say that, that it was the best thing that could have happened. Um, but yeah, not all of it was according to plan. Um, these things happen. And sometimes when your life kind of explodes, it, it's the best time to just go full in on, on what you want, what you want your life to look like. Um, and so that's the only way I allowed my mind to go. Um, and of course I had, um, you know, bad days where it was hard. I didn't want to do anything. Um, but I really pushed myself to just not, not allow myself to go backwards too much, um, because I had already come a long way. And, um, yeah, over this past year, I've had so many changes. I pretty much sold like all my belongings and moved to another country. I like to keep my family on their toes. You know, they thought I was crazy. (laughs) Not everyone understands still. Um, but you know, the people that love you will support you when they see that you're happy. And I think it's very clear if you know me and you see me now, like I'm painting again, I'm playing music again, doing all these things that I love and feel um, just so fulfilled. Um, So yeah, it all all worked out, but it was definitely difficult. And I think I just, uh, you just have to stay the course when life throws you curveballs. Like there's never a good time to work on yourself. Um, There's always gonna be something that comes up And so you just have to set your compass straight and just keep going. Mm, That's really powerful because there's not many people who I even have the the honor to talk to who have the kind of life experiences that you've been through, Lauren. And just the fact that, you know, you now, so for our listeners, Lauren is, is so incredible. She honestly impresses me so much. She is now living in El Salvador pursuing her love of surfing. And I know this is something that you you haven't been a surfer your whole life. It's something you've really developed and you've really leaned into and you've learned and you've grown. And it's been incredible just watching from afar of how you embrace these kinds of challenges, how, you know, you even sharing there of even when family and friends don't necessarily always support the decisions you're making, but you push through and you lean into that and you do what's right for you. I would love to speak on that a little bit more. Um, just hear from you and your perspective, because like I'm saying, not many people are are in your shoes and get to share on these things, but I know there's a lot of people and maybe they're not trying to move across the world and, you know, pursue a 
uh, surfing or, you know, something like that, but they might be thinking, I really want to change my job or I want to move to a new city or I want to, you know, try this coaching program, but like, I don't have friends and family who support me in these decisions. What's your advice for them or just anything that you can offer through that? I think um, making that first step is very scary. There's a lot of anxiety, but I think um, there's that intuition that kicks in. And once you get in tune with that, you just have to, to go with it, do a full send. And in surfing, there's like a tip that, that I was given and I really like this. Um, but if there's a wave you see, and maybe my mom shouldn't hear this because she may be like, oh my God, my daughter's crazy. <laughs> But um, if there's a wave you see that you're scared of, that's probably one you should go for. Like if you feel like you can safely go for it, that's probably the one you need to grow. And that's with anything. If you're scared of making a career change, if you're scared of being alone, leaving a, a relationship or anything like this, like lean into that because there's a reason you feel something. It could be your intuition telling you something. And once you turn the page, it might be exactly what you needed. Hundred percent. Oh man, I love it. Well, I mean, Lauren, there's. I, I know we we talked a little bit briefly about you going through your health journey, working through uncovering some of these root causes in the health problems you were dealing with, using some of our functional lab testing, working with our team here to uncover these root causes. Can you share a little bit of just like what that journey was like for you? Maybe anything that you learned, any challenges that led to essentially you being able to see the difference in how you feel now. Definitely. Um, I feel so grateful that VGFN has the capability for testing because I went through many doctors, many specialists appointments, which that's a whole thing in itself we could talk about for a whole episode is just that process because it's incredibly frustrating and you feel like no one's listening to you. They're looking at you like you're crazy and just give you a sticker of, okay, you have IBS, here you go, like, enjoy. <laughs> at least that was how I felt. That was my experience and being poked and prodded and, um, you know, VGFN stepped in and that's the first time I felt like I was truly taken seriously and I had the support that I needed. Um, and so the incredible coach, Alex, walked me through um, getting hormone testing and we discovered a lot of you know, shocking information that just made sense. Um, and, and she explained it. She made it make sense um, because, yeah, it's it's complicated. So it's nice to have someone there that can walk you through these things and give you a protocol that works um, specifically for you. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel very thankful to be, um, to have gone through that. And um, we learned essentially that my adrenals were shot after years of, just running and going like we were talking about. So slowing down, that was a big one for me and managing stress, um, walking often, little things like this really do add up. Absolutely. Yeah. And shout out to coach Alex, really incredible in terms of helping our ladies who have not been able to find answers from, you know, traditional going to doctors, going to specialists. And if you've done all of your due diligence, you still aren't able to get answers. You still don't feel right. If you're having like really blaring symptoms like Lauren was, just know that you are not alone and there is more work that we can do to uncover what's actually going on internally. You don't have to give up on yourself. Now, Lauren, 
through that process of healing your hormones, of healing your metabolism, really getting your body to a great spot. I know there was a lot of mindset work involved as well. And, you know, you were working one-on-one with Coach Kat, who is really incredible with mindset as well. In terms of all the small shifts that you were making, you mentioned walking more, you mentioned working on managing stress. How much did mindset play a role in this? And if you want to speak on that a little bit of like, what did that look like for you? Yeah, first of all, love you, Coach Kat, forever. You're the best. Um, But mindset is everything. It's where it all starts. And I think that that was the first lesson I I had with PGFN um, on the team calls, doing, you know, mindset work together. Um, But you really do have to shift to a growth mindset um, to to go through this journey, I think, um, and see that, you know, you're not this illness or this disease that you have like that's not the end-all be-all like there's life outside of that and um, there is a way forward you just have to have somebody there to to help you find that way it's too much on your own (laughs) it's so nice to have someone there that you can you can bounce things off of Um, but yeah I think mindset to me has been one of the biggest um, changes in my life it's affected everything and I don't think I would be here sitting in El Salvador, (laughs) living this life, if I hadn't um, done a little mindset work and and see, okay, maybe this way that I was thinking or doing before wasn't actually helping me get to where I want to be. Yeah, really almost releasing control and being accepting of help, even if that is for some people can be really uncomfortable as well, of just accepting, acknowledging that like, I can't do this on my own. And that's not a for anybody that's not you just admitting that you're not capable it's that this stuff is hard to do on your own like even for me as a coach i still always work with coaches and experts through all these different areas that i work on within myself too it's it's just you can possibly get there on your own but it's never going to be the most efficient the easiest way to do it Um, like lauren was saying when you can have incredible coaches like kat and alex in your corner and our whole team really there working with you every step of the way, it's it's invaluable. And to be able to get to, you know, like where Lauren is today, of feeling amazing, having just a remarkable health transformation. You know, she, not even just in health transformation, I mean, your transformation photos show it all too. Like you really have just come a long way. And with that, you know, the really last question I want to ask you, Lauren, is just with the journey that you've been on over the last two years, all the experiences that you have grown through, what kind of message or advice would you like to share with others who are maybe struggling with their health or maybe they're hesitant to do something like this and work with a coach, really embark on a similar journey of self-discovery and improvement? Absolutely. Um, I think I mentioned it a little earlier, but I, this is always what I go back to when people ask, like, how did you end up here? Like, why are you here? What are you doing? what's going on with you crazy lady I always say like you have to set your compass straight to where you want to be and that involves a lot of things that involves some loss you know you may lose some friends you may have to shed an old identity um, but you just have to keep your eye on on where you want to go um, and then there's other things too I wanted to mention like mobility has been huge for me um, setting up like a, a little mobility corner in my living room and having that like dedicated space for okay this is where I go to 
to do my mobility. Um, that has really, really added up over the past two years. And it seems like such a small thing, um, but these small things truly do make all of the difference. And lastly, um, here where I live, like the beach is all rocks most of the time. Um, like in rainy season, it's all rocks. And so when I first moved here, I was like so slow and just clumsy and breaking my sandals and feeling like everyone's like watching me. Um, and as you show up every day and you're walking on the rocks, you get better and, and you find the rocks that you know you can trust and, and step on and, and make it. And now I can like be at the same speed as my friends, you know, I'm not like way behind. And it's the same way with, with health and fitness. Like at first you're going to feel really clumsy and like everyone's looking at you and like you have no idea what you're doing um but just keep showing up and and keep walking the rocks and and you'll find your your way that was beautiful lauren gosh i that that's gonna be a, a major clip we're gonna be sharing with lots of people and that's gonna help a lot <laughs> of people out there lauren's i really appreciate you sharing that even the the smaller pieces of, of advice that we don't hear often of like you know, setting up a mobility corner, actually prioritizing these types of things. I know it's something for a lot of our clients that can be an afterthought when they get some mobility work from their coach or even working with our movement specialist through some injury prevention or injury recovery. Like that kind of stuff really is important too. So I'm glad you brought that up. But man, this has been really awesome. Lauren, before we close out, is there anything else that you wanted to make sure that you shared with our listeners? No, just thank you so much for having me. I feel so grateful and um Joining VGFN was the best decision I ever made. It led me to who I am, um, led me back to myself. So just thank you, Vanessa. Thank you, Omar, Kat, Alex, Abby, everybody at VGFN. You're amazing. Um, these are the real deal. Um, you, you know, this is not some phony. I wasn't paid to be here. <laughs> um, don't have any sponsors. Would love some. <laughs> but no, um, just thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. I, I really enjoyed this and I know our listeners are going to really enjoy this as well. So thank you again. And thank you to our listeners for always listening along. If you enjoyed this, definitely shoot Lauren a message. Lauren, where can they find you? Where can our listeners connect with you? Yeah. So I have a fitness account on Instagram. It's Cozzy underscore fit, C-O-Z-Z-Y underscore fit. Um, Kazi is like a family military nickname that I have inherited. So you can find me on there and I would love to connect with you, support you. I'll be your hype woman for sure. I love it. Definitely reach out to Lauren if this was helpful for you, if you were inspired, or if you even just have any questions for her. I know she's an open book as well. But thank you all so much for listening and we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. If you learned something today, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review in iTunes. And if this particular episode resonated with you, do me a favor and take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. Don't forget to tag me at Vanessa G Fitness so I can show you some love. All right, my carb queens, talk to you in the next episode.